0: expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT.
1: I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 43 points this morning from Friday's close at 15,332 on turnover of 2.9 billion NT$. The TIEX gained ground on Friday following an encouraging report about U.S. inflation, and despite other regional markets ending the trading day mixed. The Central Epidemic Command Center says it will be taking delivery of the Pfizer-BioNTech coronavirus vaccine for children aged between 6 months and 5 years by the end of the month. The vaccine for the age group will be administered in three 0.2 milliliter doses, each containing 3 micrograms with an interval of 21 days for the first two doses and a period of at least 8 weeks before the third shot. The government began offering the Moderna vaccine to children aged from 6 to 11 on May 2nd and started the rollout of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine for children aged between 5 and 11 on May 25th. President Tsai Ing-wen has paid tribute to late democracy activist and former senior presidential advisor Peng Ming-min at memorial service in Taipei. The event was held at the Jinan Presbyterian Church. Speaking at the service, Tsai expressed her gratitude to Peng for having upheld Taiwan's democracy and freedom, and said China's military pressure on Taiwan made her think of Peng's long-standing belief that democracy and freedom are Taiwan's greatest assets. The Centennial Memorial Service was organized by the Pong Foundation for Culture and Education. Pong passed away in April of this year at the age of 98. In international news, Israeli police and medics say a Palestinian man opened fire at a bus near Jerusalem's Old City, wounding eight Israelis. Two of the victims were in serious condition after the attack early Sunday. The shooting took place as the bus waited in a parking lot near David's tomb on Mount Zion, just outside the old city walls. The attack in Jerusalem follows a tense week between Israel and the Palestinians, including three days of fighting in Gaza after Israel killed Islamic Jihad commanders there and the killing of three Palestinian militants in the occupied West Bank. With almost half of the results from Kenya's presidential election now confirmed, the two main candidates are running neck and neck. Isaac Lukando reports.
0: The latest results show Deputy President William Ruto has taken a slight lead over ex-Prime Minister Raila Odinga with 51% against 48%. The head of the Kenyan Electoral Commission has admitted that announcing the result of Tuesday's election is too slow. Verification of results has been stopped several times after complaints by supporters of the main candidates. Many of them are accusing election officials of tampering with the vote. About 14 million votes were cast in the election, with a turnout of 65%. The election is being closely watched as a test of stability in Kenya, which is one of East Africa's wealthiest nations and its most vibrant democracy. Isaac Lukando, Dar es Salaam.
1: And Japan's economy grew at an annual rate of 2.2% for the April-June quarter from the previous quarter. Preliminary government data indicates that Japan's GDP expanded 0.5% from January-March, and private consumption jumped at an annual rate of 4.6%, as consumer spending rebounded, with COVID-19 restrictions getting gradually lifted. But some analysts think Japan's economic growth will drop again in the July-September period, as infections have surged dramatically in recent months to record highs in some areas. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun.